Emily Penrod. And my guest today is Jeff Cly, a board certified OBGYN with 20 years experience. He's delivered over 3,000 babies and seen over 100,000 patients. Jeff, welcome. Thank you very much for having me on, Emily. And I've seen by your website and also heard from you that you are calling yourself the honest OBGYN. Right, right. That yeah, is sure. so intriguing. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's funny. So I, I launched the website honestobgyn.com and, and part of the development uh, was that in my work with someone who helped me with the branding. He said, he said, Jeff, you are the honest OBGYN. And it never started that way, but I was like, yeah, okay, I, that's what I'm trying to do is be honest as an OBGYN. And it does help try to get the message across. And what my uncle said recently, he's like, Jeff, if, if you're the honest OBGYN, that implies that there's people who aren't being honest. And I said, Uncle Jim, you're right. And after doing this for 20 years, what I'm trying to do is speak out to the patients women and their families so that they can avoid unnecessary surgeries and outdated procedures because there are some docs who haven't kept up to date. And so when I say honest, that's part of it is making sure that you're offering your patients the right treatment that's up to date and not outdated, like big incisions, three-day hospital stays where the same patient could go home the same night, drive the next day with almost no pain and teeny-weeny incisions. And so that's, that's kind of where it came from. Well, you know, I know the medical field has changed so much. When my mother, when I was born, my mother stayed in the hospital for 10 days. Right. And when I had my first child, it was three days. And now mm -hmm. I understand it's down to just a day, right? Yeah, yeah, and that there there is a happy medium. I do have patients who who have had babies and like to go home in less than twelve hours. And first time moms, I think uh, forty eight hours is probably a bit better, but twenty four is a is a is pretty customary um, to go home after having a baby. Yeah, and in the past, the good old days, they call it, you used to go into the hospital and that's where they would do the evaluation for your surgery, and then your surgery would be a day or so later. And now as everything's changed, everything is converting to, you go in, you have the procedure, go home. And in most cases, you can drive the next day with that, with little restrictions. So it's, it's pretty wild. It's almost like Star Trek nowadays. It is amazing. And you made a comment when you described yourself as the honest OBGYN about giving the full story. Yeah. And that, that really resonated with me. And I think that's what's missing in healthcare now, especially in women's health, is we're not yeah. getting the full story, maybe not knowing all of the options. Right, I totally agree. And after doing this for 20 years and feeling the, the, the rush nature of how it, it's done now with the computers and the system and the insurance, it has definitely changed and not changed for the better. And so when, when I'm seeing patients it's very difficult to, to tell them all of their options. And when I do that, it, it makes me later. And, and so then I have people who are, are waiting longer. And so that's part of why I wanted to get it out to the internet and out to the world so that women can, can look up uh, the 
treatment options for their diagnosis because they've they've heard frequently what is the problem from their doctor and that way they can verify on the internet that they've heard all of the options or educate themselves about the options so that when they go in they can say you know what doctor I'm I really want to keep my uterus I'd like to hear about these three non-surgical uh, options that would save my uterus and it also helps the doctor to know where the patient's coming from and what their goals are. And so that, that's my mission is to try and educate women on their OBGYN treatment options so that they know, they know what's best for them and they can make an informed decision. Well, that reminds me of the title of your upcoming book, Wait, Don't Take My Uterus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because Thank I you. remember that time, I'm old enough to remember that time where it was almost just right. like decades earlier, tonsils were automatically removed. And then I remember mm -hmm. it was, seemed to be commonplace for older women. It was just kind of like part of aging. Right. And, right. and everything's changed. And, and so I put that in there because it, does, it sends that signal and message to people, hold on a second, wait a second. Because I, I uh, find that a lot of women come to me for hysterectomy. And I, I do a lot. I've done thousands of surgeries. And most of the time I say, hold on a second, before we jump into the hysterectomy, is there something else we could do where we could solve the problems without taking out your uterus and doing a big surgery? And vice versa, there's a lot of women who don't want a hysterectomy, but they don't realize that, that there are other options. And uh, unfortunately, it still is predicated on what your doctor does. And so if you go to your doctor and they only do um, hysterectomies and they don't do the non-surgical or the newer procedures, you won't know about those other procedures. And the system still allows for that to happen. And that's, that's why I, I, one of the other reasons is the, the medical system says that what your doctor determines is best for you is acceptable, even if it's an old outdated procedure, because that's what your doctor does. And to me, with the, with the age of the internet and the iPhones and the droids and the information that's out there, I think that it's not fair to patients that they aren't informed about their uh, different options. And a quick story about this, it happened about three years ago now, where I've been doing robotic hysterectomies for, since 2005. So my patients go home the same day or next day with very little pain. And I was doing a surgery in room two and my partner who was doing a surgery room one and that partner told me, he goes, Jeff, I've, I got 10 years until I retire. I'm not going to learn how to do the new stuff. I don't want to learn the Da Vinci and I'm going to do it the old way. And so I didn't know he was doing the old way next door to me. And so I was covering the patients for the weekend and seeing the patients on call. And I went into this lady's room and she had had the, this large incision. And because I had to cover her, I, I, w I had to look in her chart and found out that he had flat out lied to her and told her she was not a candidate for the new Da Vinci robotic surgery that, that eight of our partners do. So there's, he was uh, one of two guys who chose not to do it. And eight of us did. And he lied to her. And so she had a lot of pain was in the hospital for two days, uh, couldn't drive for uh, two weeks and couldn't go back to work for six weeks. And to me, that was wrong. And, and so that hit me in the core and said, this isn't right. That if, even though most docs are doing the right thing, there's still a few holdouts. 
And I, if I can't change their behavior, I can educate the patients so they will know the red flags and they'll be able to say, wait, don't take my uterus out. I don't want it done that way or I want something different. You know, years ago, there was the big emphasis, always get a second opinion before you mm -hmm. undergo any surgery. But as you pointed out, now with the resources available on the internet and through mm -hmm. sources like your book, we can learn yeah. more of our options. And, and you know, you're right. I have to admit that that thinking of, well, I'm going to be retiring soon. You know, I, I was a school teacher for a couple decades and I met teachers like that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there is that mindset, you know, people don't want to change, but yeah. you know, you have a good doctor, a good professional, when they're willing to learn from new technology and you were mm -hmm. describing the robotics mm -hmm. yeah does not require a large incision right it's amazing so just small incisions about the size of a dime uh three to five small incisions and in, with very little pain that you can do most surgeries through and it it's in most surgical fields now which is really cool and that's kind of the newer method that's been around now for 15 years. And so that's, that's, uh, it's, that's also something I do is I teach doctors how to do that. And I told my former partner, I said, uh, without saying his name, I said, look, you could be trained in three days. I mean, they, they want to train doctors how to do this. Uh, but he, you know, he's in that old mindset. And so on the website, honestobgyn.com that I developed, so I make, I make available pathways, I call them pocket guides, and then videos about hysterectomy and bleeding and endometriosis. So that, it, it, that will be in the book that's coming out here in the fall. But also that way women can get that information now by going to, to that site and um, get it 24 seven. So if they've just, were told they need a hysterectomy, for example, they could go to the website and I, I'll give them the guide, the pathway and the guides. Um, it's available for purchase at an extremely low price because we want to get the information out. Right now, it's only $37, about the price of a copay, uh, because it's so valuable for women. And you'll, they'll know tonight whether or not their doctor's on the right track. And if their doctor's telling them they have to be cut open or they want another option, they can say, it's in the language there. They can hand this download to their doctor and say, tell me about this option because I don't want, I don't want this big surgery you're talking about. And um, there's even a, I've also made available physician directory so they can search by zip code if they need a new doctor. If their doctor is resistant to the new technology or the new ideas, then I've made available um, a zip code search and they can find an OBGYN in their area who's doing the new information. That is so valuable. And, you know, even, even as you were talking about the robotic hysterectomy, I had never heard of it. And I'm wondering yeah. how many women are totally unaware of what right. is available. I love that you're doing this service. Now, I've also heard that you are an expert on miscarriage. I know this is, this is a heartache for a lot of women. When they uh -huh. suffer a miscarriage, that's losing a child. Oh, yeah. It's tragic. It's absolutely tragic. So I, I uh, help prevent miscarriages and prevent stillbirths. And uh, over the last 20 years, I, um, I've 
got a name for that and known for that. And so it's, it is a wonderful thing when a woman, it's not wonderful that she's had miscarriages before, but a lot of times women come to me and they've heard about me and they say, I've had four miscarriages. My doctor said, I might as well adopt. I'll never be able to have a baby. And, but they don't, they, doctors don't like this area. They don't do the, the workup. They don't look into it. And so I just say, you know what, let's evaluate you. Let's do some tests and let's find out the problem. And uh, in the 90% of the time, we can identify a problem and fix it with some medicine and some vitamins and um, get them through the next pregnancy and they take home a beautiful baby. And that, that joy is amazing. And to get, see women get hope back is, is fantastic. And so that's become a passion of mine just to be able to do that. And um, I, I, I went into this uh, a long time ago and it, it came out of a traumatic experience that a young woman who was pregnant came in and I followed her during the pregnancy and she came in, she didn't feel her baby move. So I said, come on in and we'll, we'll listen to the heartbeat. But when she came in the office and I tried to listen to the heartbeat, there was no heartbeat. And her baby had died inside of her at a stillbirth just a few weeks away from delivery. Oh, and she, it was awful. The trauma she went through was horrible. And as an OBGYN, that's something that is one of the worst things we do is have to tell a mom that their baby's not alive anymore. And this is about 15 years ago, 16 years ago now, when there was not as much information. And we were told as doctors, oh, it just happens sometimes. Just reassure them it probably won't happen again the next time. And I said to myself, this is crazy. How can, how can a God create a, the system where a mom can, can grow a, a human inside of her? And so many things go, go on and normally to develop. And then this beautiful baby comes out. But sometimes the, the, the creator would say, oh, it's just an accident. It's a coincidence. That baby's not going to live. And I said, that's not right. Doesn't make sense to me. And so I started looking around along with other OBGYNs, and I didn't do the research, but I found the research, and other smarter people than me said, here's the things that are causing the issues, and here's how to fix them, and so I've just used the knowledge that I've, I've learned over the last 15, 16 years, and it works, and it's easy, and, but docs don't like grief and death, and they, they try to just stay away from that, Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've found that it's been a passion of mine to help moms. And so we're able, I'm able to help them prevent a stillbirth. And we look for problems before they happen. And we um, give, find the things for miscarriage prevention in the beginning. And, you know, like one little tip that all your listeners might be, could know is if, if a, a woman has a family history of miscarriages or stillbirths in any of her female relatives, there is a good chance that she has inherited an enzyme deficiency that we can fix with, me, with baby aspirin and uh, some special vitamins that will prevent a miscarriage. So the family history is one tip that to tell women if, if your mom or your aunt, grandmother had miscarriages, that will qualify them to get some blood tests done covered by their insurance to investigate it. And so some little things like that can make all the difference in the world. That is a valuable tip. Plus the first one you gave of 
checking, you know, when the, your doctor recommends a surgery, how you yeah. can check and find out are there yeah. options? Just knowing that you can get information on the yes. options that are available for you. Yeah. Okay. Now, you so your practice is in Indiana, correct? Correct. So anyone there can get personal in you know one-on-one -on -one in-person help. But I love how you are now opening this up, your, your information, your knowledge, your experience. You're now opening that up through your website and through your book. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so anybody, anybody can come and see me. I'm actually transitioning to a new practice that I'll, I'll be opening in October 14th. And so they can, if they follow me on the Facebook or on the website, then I'll be, I'll be posting that phone number information as soon as it becomes available. Right now, they can talk to me online. So I have a, a, a private Facebook group for members for that, that really low price where they can post questions 24-7. I do live talks and, and interviews like this every week and different topics every week, and those are all available just to get that information out to them as well as the downloads and the videos. And then they can even uh, talk to me as a coach, a health coach right now. And then the, the next avenue, which I'm excited about, is telemedicine. And there's some regulations. So the next step will be where I'll be able to actually prescribe medicine over state lines and actually be an online doctor um, for some of the things like recurrent miscarriage. We don't necessarily always need to do an exam in the beginning. We got to get you on some medications and some uh, uh, vitamins in the beginning to protect the baby. So that's in the works. There's a lot of red tape with that, but that's in the works so that I can try to just to help from anyone from anywhere and until they get plugged in with a, with a good doctor in their location. So, okay, just to make sure I've got this. So you, starting October 14th, will be offering um, like online question and answers is this is a service they can sign up for where they get information directly for you is it like a subscription or as needed yes yeah, so that's so that uh online is right now they can get that right now through honestobgyn.com they okay. click under the video there's a video i have that i had created a couple years ago and they click under there and they'll take them to the where all that information so they can access me and talk to me right now online but if they want me to do their surgery or deliver their baby um in the office in, here in indiana that's what that the office practice will open october 14th okay that's the office practice and then you're in the process of finding how you could be an online doctor in terms of prescribing medication right right Yes. What? That, that's that, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. That takes a little time because of all the different laws in each oh, state. Oh, yes. But, but, yeah, so I can't prescribe medicine out in California right now uh, because of all that, but that's what we're working on so that someone could say, hey, I'm in, I'm in Alaska. I need some yeah. medicine. I'm pregnant yeah. right now. What do I do? And I could help them until they get plugged into their doctor. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, with... The internet has made so much possible. Yeah. It's really exciting. But I love that, that you're not 
you know, and if you live in a rural area and there's just one local doctor, you do have options. Yeah. And I agree with you I, that our Absolutely. bodies were designed to heal and to mm -hmm. produce young. And yeah. yes. we just need to know how to, I love that approach of working with your body. And Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. The more, the healthier we can get, and the the better people feel. And so, what you're saying is, our bodies were created to do amazing things, and we just got to help it along and get put in putting in the right right requirements, right uh, vitamins, minerals, uh, things we eat and drink it makes all the difference. Yes, it does. All right. So, the best way for people to contact you would be through your website, honest. Yeah, honest. dot com. Yeah. And there's a slash between the OB, yeah, right? G Y. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah, no slash actually. No it's, slash. Uh, just uh, yeah, just oh, honest and OBGYN.com. There we go. All right, right there. And then you do have a Facebook page. Is that also the yes. OBGYN? Yes. On Facebook. Yes. So they can find you on Facebook. They can go to your website. They can get information, and then your book will be available on it amazon. looks probably yeah it'll be available on amazon it probably is going to be published right around november uh is when it'll be coming out and we'll we'll put that information on the the um facebook page and we'll be including that in the in the uh online uh offer as well just to get the word out to people so they have all the information they need and 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 it's such valuable information thank you um, i am so glad you're doing this jeff and thank you for your thank time you. and i appreciate it i know how busy you are so thank you so much for your time and sharing what you're doing and you awesome. have thank a great day thank you emily and thank you for what you're doing it's wonderful meeting you in person at the conference and i really appreciate it all right